trace. So I need to go to the ramen site. All right. Good evening. Good evening. Hello, everybody. We are back live once again. It's been a couple of weeks. Uh, we'd like to thank everybody before we get started for tuning in. Appreciate you uh, coming to join us, interacting with us. This is four-fifths of the ramen movement. And uh, we're just glad to be here today. Uh, we're we're on site and we're just gonna go around real quick and just let everybody do you know the intros are normal but also what's going on so we'll start with Miss David how are you and what's what's new what's going on oh I'm doing very well I'm so excited I'm so grateful and so thankful I had a wonderful 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 week of course I had my birthday and then I had a lot of fun activities that were planned throughout the week. And then we had one of the best homegoing celebrations. It was lit, though. It was lit. Like, right. wait till you see the music video. It's coming. It's, right. it's on point. No, <laughs> like, literally, there's a whole music video for it. It's on point. It's We had a ball. And, of course, then I got some other wonderful great news. So Welcome to the club. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So, I'm excited about going into this new week, making lots of money, 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 money. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, all is well here. All right, all right. So how about you, CT? What's going on? What's new? Tell us something good. Uh, CT, uh, part of the ABC crew and HP podcast, um, contributor to the Red Five crew. Just out here, you know, trying to get things together. Uh, podcast still going strong. Took a couple weeks for family and everything, uh, but we'll be back at it this for coming Friday. Uh, thank you guys out there who are still tuning in and with us. But uh, now it's time to focus on this, get on these topics as usual. But nothing real big, just same old, same old. Keep it moving. All right. Shimmy a little down. You all right? You all right? Everything good? I'm good, man. Everything had a long day at work, long day? Yeah, you know how it goes. All right, all right, Mr. Marcus. How are you, sir? Man, I was a little disappointed we lost our sponsors from last week. Yeah, Aww. we got to do better about we that. We got to do better. I'm going to write a letter, <laughs> a strongly worded letter, and Don send Julio, it by Snail. We need your sponsorship. Let's go. Please and thank you. Uh, so, so this week, man, I was really busy in my regular nine to five this week. So I was in spent most of this week in Ohio, working with networks and firewalls and all that sort of stuff. So uh, my brain's a little fried from that. And also, I got a. I'm officially a landlord. Passive income. Yay! There we go. Money, there we money, go. money, 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 money. Right, so I got that first uh, first rent check, and and I'm still getting moved into my new place. So I'm out looking for colors to paint. I don't know nothing about that. I can't paint. I can't decorate. Right. <laughs> so who's that uh, small business owner, interior decorator out there? We need you. Chime in. We need in. you. Yeah, please. Say something. Interact with us. So. That's good. That's good to hear. Love hearing accomplishment by other small business owners. And just a little bit about what's going on. I'm Brantley Taylor. Um, in my business, we came out, our company has come out with something new. Everybody's heard the craze about the CBD and whatever. Yeah. Well, our company's come out with a, a 24-hour transdermal patch. And it, it's less than, you know, less than the allowable amount of, of THC. It's made from hemp. So it's different from... You gotta be careful. I seen a gas station that was offering CBD oil. So, you know, I love that they came out with validated research. They didn't want to be the first ones to jump in. So I'm proud to share that. And it's like going like crazy. People are getting relief from pain. Again, no medical claims, but just people are feeling better about life. And that's the main reason I joined my business was to help people regain their health and feel better about their life. So just another way we're able to help people get going and it's just an exciting time in this business we're growing you know adding new people every day and people are finding their why and you know health and wellness and just helping people in general is mine so that's what's new with us uh we're glad everybody's here again uh we're going to jump right into the subject for today which is technology part of it is in front of us with the going live uh, you see we all have devices different things we use uh, we love technology. It can be a compliment. It can be a detriment. And that's how we're going to begin the show today. So we're going to go to the, the one side of it first. We're going to talk about technology uh, as a compliment. And so we're just going to go around and let everyone just chime in. How do you use technology in your certain ways to compliment you and your business? 
for me, it's like my second brain. It's everything. If I don't use a piece of technology or some software, if I don't take the information and put it in my calendar, if I don't put it in an Excel spreadsheet, if I don't be, if I don't use this technology to um, keep up with everything that I have going on, then I would be too scatterbrained. Like I would not be efficient. Um, I'm so grateful that even in the respect of my business, it used to be that we take a life insurance application. There could be 20, 30 pages that we would have to fill out by hand. No whiteout. Right. No whiteout. Yeah, that was a big thing. No whiteout. You would have to line through it and everybody has to initial it. Exactly. So being able to do electronic applications now where you can put things in and make the corrections and edits, even the clients don't have to you know, fiddle around with papers and finding fax machines and things of that nature. It makes things so much more efficient. So I'm very grateful to have technology on my side because it shouldn't, it definitely makes my job a whole lot easier. Right. Right. So you were able to maximize your time. Mm-hmm. You know, we just, we heard you actually before we went on air, you know, spending quality time. I assume that was another teammate you were mm-hmm. working with and you're able to encourage and coach because you have those tools at your reach. So that's, I mean, that's just another benefit. People, anybody looking to start a business, you know, most business you get into where you have partners or you have other people doing the same things, they're able to lead you to more technical solutions or anything to help maximize your business based off maybe their shortcomings or maybe their mistakes or maybe their you know, to cut anything to cut that learning curve to get you um, to success faster. So, uh, CT, is there any particular piece of technology you use to help you, like with your creative writings and things of that nature? Uh, as far as the things I use, the biggest thing I am into right now, as far as using, is uh, Google Documents. I use Google Documents because it's something that I have with me all the time. Mm-hmm. And as someone who writes, you always want to have something where you can jot down that idea. And for other people, it may be this is a way for you to keep a list of things that you want to try or things that you want to do as far as your business. But that right there was a is a game changer for me because of the access it gives. Plus, you don't have to fumble around and you know bring paper and different things like. And sometimes. Even with the paper, it's for whatever reason, it mentally stops you as far as writing. I can sit there with a pen in my hand, and for whatever reason, I can't get anything going. But as soon as I put the pen and paper down and I get on the documents, I begin to write, and it flows, and it comes together for me. So, But it's just a—it's all about uh, opinion. People, Some people like it, some people don't. It's just whatever fits you. So do you use it mainly for just the creative stuff or like your actual production work that you do for the, the show? Mm-hmm. Or how or do you do it use it several different ways? Like what's I use it for like writing my poetry. I use it for um, when we do lines or plots for vid- music videos. Write the ideas down on there to share with them. Plus it makes it very easy to share it with people, even when you're not in the same place. It's also um, like the tool, uh, Zoom. Mm, when you're able to have a meeting with people and you don't have to be in the same room. Or somebody's busy and they can't be there at the time, it doesn't matter because you're still connected. Okay. So. Okay, so that keeps you guys, as far as the red fiber fluid. Yeah, it helps out a whole lot. Right, able to change and adapt because we all know, you know, life happens. Things can change on a dime. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so Marcus, I know you're a little, I guess, unconventional as we talked before. And you use technology, but there are also some other means you use. Could you share a little bit about that? Yeah, so it's actually a good segue because I write to um, write articles and whatnot. But I hate writing on a computer. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't, I mean, I do it because, to his point, you've got to be able to share if you're going to have people beta read something or you're going to send it to an editor or something like that. No one's going to look at your handwritten document anymore, right? So it's good to keep it online and you've got to be able to have access to it, which do Google Docs or OneDrive or whatever you want to use to do that. But 
I keep <laughs> I keep this journal with me everywhere I go. Right. Right. And I write everything down in that first, especially if I have if I have a random thought or a random idea, then it goes in here first. And after it's in there, that's just to make sure I don't think about it. Because before I write, I pretty much develop the outline in my head. Okay. So that when I sit down on the computer, I sit down and bang it out. But I already know what I want to say. Right. Right. So, I mean, I carry, I have a lot of technology with me. Right. right. I've got an iPad and a laptop and, and whatnot. But I've got two journals, one for work and one for personal stuff or entrepreneurial stuff. And that's what I use most of the time. Okay. So was the, the journal concept, was that taught I guess from a young age or did you adopt that professionally no, I, I, I picked that up for a long time professionally I didn't use one uh, because I would try to use my computer or whatever but if you have if, if you have some sort of inspiration you don't want to walk across the room open your laptop right boot it up mm. log in <laughs> Open a program, you know, by the time they do all that, it's much easier just to pick up a journal and write it down in there. Right. Right. And of course, with a journal, you don't have to worry about formats or like editing or, you know, none of that stuff. Uh, So I started using the journal at work and I still use it at work, especially if I'm in meetings or something or I have to take notes or something like that. But then uh, for the personal stuff too, I use it. Right. So, I mean, I, like, I, I have my iPad, and I use OneNote, but I use OneNote if I really need to think something through. Like, well, when I was decorating, when I'm thinking about the house, I got I can draw it out and put stuff where I need to put it. You can't do that on paper. You just have to scratch it out and do it all over again. Right. Right. So, it really just depends on the application. Right. Now, one of the things that, and I was very much like Marcus, because I was told you always keep a notebook by your bed. So, if you wake up in the middle of the night and have a thought or inspiration, mm-hmm. then boom, you'd automatically go towards that. Um, and then I eventually end up transforming over to the memo section or the ink pad to my phone. Mm-hmm. So starting to take now, I've got notes that go back probably about two or three years in my phone where if I had a quick thought or an idea. And the thing about it is because women always carry so many things like purses and stuff like that. And as a business owner, I'm trying to minimize that because a lot of men don't carry as much junk in their purse as a woman does. So it was so much more e- efficient. A whole he does have a whole. I mean, <laughs> I was back to saying Erica Badu. Bad lady, you gonna hurt your back? It's a European man bag. <laughs> it's a carrier in my purse. Let's let's start with that. A lot in there. Yes, but being able to put your your notes in your phone, it was like you know. And mind you. My phone has become my number one source of technology tool to yeah. be able to have my apps on there, to be able to use my calendar. If somebody says, call me Wednesday at 5, if I don't stop and put that in my calendar immediately, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah. I mean, and even still, just like, did you remember to do this? I would put it on my calendar to remind me, did you remember to finish the book? I literally have that on my calendar. I knew everything was getting hectic with this week, but I still, and the beautiful thing is if you don't do it that week, you can push it forward mm-hmm. to, you know, give yourself some leeway, but you don't just necessarily drop it off of your desk. Um, but that was another one between my, my notepad, kind of putting notes in there. Oh, you should say me. It was like twin inspiration and twin peaks and you know, 2020 twin, twin. I was putting all, I got a whole list right. in my phone right. because I get inspired and usually I'll just have that with me. Um, and my, my calendar is just so phenomenal. And mind you, we got other stuff. Like I wake up every morning and I check my bank app. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get out the bed till I know how much money I have in my bank account. Right. Am I the only one? Am I just that crazy? No, nah, I've crazy. actually been doing it lately because I've been waiting for them renters to pay. I'm like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I know y'all got my money. Yeah, I, um, now, so I, I use technology for like budgeting, one of the things I use. And like, so I do zero based budgeting. So I do check, I guess, just not as often and maybe more often as a should, but. Back to the calendar thing, that has helped us so much as far as personally and professionally using the calendar, you know, mm-hmm. being non-committal. Hey, do you want to come to this event or do you want to do this? I got to check the calendar, you know, but it's a calendar that syncs between my entire family's phone. So even if the kids have something, they know how to put it on the calendar and it automatically syncs with your um, yeah. your calendar. So, you know, that I can't commit to that. I can't. But... Keeping up with business contacts and those, I've learned to use that 
to again maximize my time and and minimize those lulls where you do sit down on the couch and panic like wait a minute something's going on you know when something's not on the schedule or on the on the book so or you feel like you're forgetting something right because you didn't put it down and that's another thing about the calendar too you always have that reminder Mm -hmm. it's like the other day baby boy had an appointment and I wasn't thinking about it. Forgot all about it. And I heard my phone go off. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's today. Yeah. I need to get up, get take him to the doctor, and we're good. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing I did because we were running behind because we first went to the wrong doctor's office. Nice. And so we had to you go to the other location in there. Well, and that's the well, thing. Hold you on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. They, they moved on. I put the. The right information that was given to me. Okay. Oh, okay. And we get there and we advise, no, it's at the other location. How right. dare they? So it's like, ah. Did they give you gas money for that? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the sad thing was it the one that we were at is right around the corner okay. from where we live at. And it's just like, great, that works. But no. Mm, we're gonna nice. go, let's go downtown campus early yeah. in the morning. Yikes! Yeah. No, that but, does not sound like. But business. it was a to me it was a savior on that point because it's just like thank God, right? Because if if that alarm did not go off, I still been in bed asleep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I mean those are, I guess, kind of segueing into the other side, the detrimental side of of technology, and you know we can generalize it and say social media can be there are a lot of positives, but. Social media can be detrimental as far as keeping you efficient because I know personally I've gotten like lost just scrolling Scroll. on what somebody's second friend from my third grade neighbor. That's called lurking. Doing. No, that's called lurking. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to look, work on that. Look, I have in the past. I know <laughs> it's not a current trait. I'm busy right now. <laughs> when it comes to when. It, I guess I got more to say on this topic than I than I did on on the previous one. My my job, my nine to five job, is is implementing technology um, for business processes at the company that I work for, mm-hmm. and it's centered a lot around data collection, um, storage retrieval, that sort of thing. If it was as simple as walking out and handing everybody iPads, right? And a, hey, here's you some technology, and you're instantly more productive. It doesn't work that way, right? Right. You've got to have some sort of, uh, some sort of foundation, like some sort of process that you're already doing, or else, especially with something like a smartphone or a tablet, you're just gonna watch TV or you know some sort of entertainment. It's not gonna make you in, any more productive. The device, in and of itself, right. Right. And so I think a lot of times people, they they realize they have some sort of a problem, but instead of addressing the underlying process, they want to go buy something off. They want to go buy a product or a device that's going to fix it for them. Right. And that's right. not necessarily always the fix. Yeah. And that's not necessarily the fix. Cause like we were talking about before, if you go buy too much technology, somebody's going to be more than happy to sell it to you. Say word. Right. Right. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, yeah, this is what you need. It can do this. It can do this. It can do this. It'll solve all your problems. You're going to say, great. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get this shiny new device. You're going to spend $1,000, and then you're, you know, you're going to start using it. You're going to end up with the same problem. You might be distracted because of all the other stuff that device can do, but you're still going to have the same problem. Right. Right. So it's the, the bells and whistles, but you still haven't fixed the tires. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> yeah. much. You got yeah. bald tires and just like, well, I got a new horn. Look. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you have to be able to look at what your capacity is and the things that you can do. I mean, you know, we just can't go out and outsource and pay everybody to do everything no. under the sun, especially when it's within our capability. Um, I was talking to a friend and, you know, we were talking about building the website and all this other stuff and was like, I don't I don't want to do that. I can't do that. It seems too time consuming. I was like, but did you not have a MySpace page? Right. And I mean, it's not the same level of coding, but it's just really like put a picture here, put some content there, call it a day. But it was essentially the difference between are you going to pay $10 a month for this or are you going to be able to pay a whole lot more? Hmm? Well, I was going to say that is exactly a mistake that I made. Okay. Right. And that's what actually killed Fitness Knoxville two months ago or two months, three months ago now. 
because I went and paid probably what $1,200 to have someone develop a website, host it privately, host it on their server. And that was way overkill for what I was doing. Right. So. But it was nice. It looked really good. It did look really good, but it's dead now. Mm. Right. So <laughs> if I had went to a simpler site, like just a site builder, you want to be mm -hmm. drag and drop. I mean, it may not have had all the bells and whistles, like you said. Right. But it wouldn't be dead in a ditch either. Mm -hmm. And now what's going to end up happening, I've got to go do that anyway. Mm -hmm. And I'm out of $1,200 when I think, what are those sites, like $10 a month or right. something? basically. Right, and if you could have it up and running in, what, three, three four hours. Right. Right. It, it, it took a lot more money, and I wasted a lot of time developing it from scratch because I wanted all these bells and whistles. It was a real mismatch between what I thought I needed, mm -hmm. I found somebody to sell it to me, right? Mm -hmm. And then I still ended up with something that was way mismatched and now it's dead. And but it's out of money and time. And I think you made a great point <clears throat> when you were saying people don't focus on the underlying issue. You know, it's like, I want a web page for my business. Well, okay, do you want to sell more? Do you want to get people to see more? Maybe right. it's a little bit of both, but design the technology around what you need because... Right. Like you said, somebody will sell you anything. Yeah, if, if all you need is an informative website that says, hey, this is me and this is what I do and, mm -hmm. you know, here's my contact information and click here to make an appointment. Right. Just go to one of the, one of the uh, site builder sites. You can do that and have it up and running in no time. You don't have to worry about backups. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about any special coding. You don't have to worry about any of that. Right. Right. Because... I mean, before you come off of 1200 or $1,500 or $2,000, I mean, you should really, you know, why are you spending this money? And this is right. the ramen movement. I mean, we're going from struggle to success. You don't have a whole lot of money to right. put into your business. You're just trying to look at what are going to be, I don't want to say the the bare bones, but what is going to get you from point A to point B? You know, can you go to, can you go to Office Depot and get uh, some cards for $10? I mean, everybody will do the Vista print. What happened? What I oh, missed? Oh, saw like the comment, like the shirt. I like the shirt. I was like, whose shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whose shirt is he talking about? Mine, <laughs> Yes, we are ancestors' wildest dreams. Um, but yeah, being able to figure out what and 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 I guess this can't really be called a technology, but it's a tool. Where are your mentors at? I'm so tired of talking business owners and they don't have mentors and people who have already come before them that can give them some guidance and some insight to say, do that, don't do that, whether they're mm -hmm. in the same industry or not. Right. You still have to be able to, like, rich dad, poor dad. He had a rich dad. His rich dad told him what to do. So you need to be able to have that same type of dynamic. I mean, I know I stuck in an industry that I worked in professionally. I didn't try and move off into a whole nother platform, but... I still had tons of people that I'm still connected with from throughout the industry because I was too afraid to go into it on my own. And even when I left and started my own practice, I still connected with another practice in Memphis that was like, no, we're still going to have somebody to hold my hand through this process. You want a level of autonomy, but you definitely still need to crawl before you walk. And I think sometimes we get into this mind frame of like, I'm going to do it all myself and everything is going to be the way that I want it. And I'm like... Did you ask anybody else how that right. worked? Because, right. you know, you could be climbing up a hill that there's a much easier path. Right. Mm -hmm. One that you didn't need to, mm -hmm. but if you would have just, you know, asked a question as right. far as, you know, a lot of people, and I've heard this philosophy, and I, I just, you know, you weep for the person inside because they're like, well, you know, I have to figure things out my own way. It's like, no, no, no you, you don't. You don't. To. You don't have to it figure really things out your doesn't, own way. I mean, Anybody listening who, who thought about getting a website can, can take your example right? and live through that and know, okay, I can spend a tenth of the money and accomplish what he's going to accomplish and what he did and not mm -hmm. use that. Yeah, and, say, and save yourself some trouble. I mean, to Davette's point, having a mentor is invaluable when it right. comes. So everybody who's watching this, click like and post yes, <laughs> you yes. like your and business information. Like yes. right? Because... I mean, I was the first person in my family to get a bachelor's degree. I was the first one to own my own company, right? I didn't have mentors, right? I didn't have people around me who had ever been down these roads before, right? So I may end up making mistakes like right, that. Right. 
So one of the comments, Doug Mentor says that he has a mentoring program, Propel Mentor Pro, yeah, uh, Propel Mentor Protege hey, Program dude. at KnoxvilleChamber.com. So if you're looking for a mentor and you're watching this broadcast, that's where you can find one. I wish I had had something like that right when I was when I was well, I say when I was getting started. Hell, I'm still getting started. Yeah, because I just got into real estate. I'll never honestly. I don't know anything about real estate. I mean, it, it's the, this is my first venture there. Right. Right. So, but yeah. I mean, kudos to you. You know, you have to celebrate that victory. You got the first one set up and it's going. I mean, it's, it's going all right for time being. But, you know, if you bounce, Davette did a smart thing. She stayed in the industry that she knew. Okay. Right. Because if you bounce around, I mean, it never gets boring, but it never gets boring because you're always on a learning curve. Okay. Right. You're always the new guy. Right. Because you're trying to get out and do something new. Right, and that comes with a certain amount of risk. It does. It, it does. does. It does. And I know, I know a portion of it comes from we want to be innovative. We don't necessarily want to share an idea that somebody will take and then they'll run off and implement it for us and things of that nature. So you've mm -hmm. got to have um, a level of trust in that respect to make sure that whoever is guiding you and giving you that advice is going to have your best interest at heart. Um, we've all been in a situation, we've all seen somebody was like, man, I just talked to that person and boom, they kind of ran off on it because they had the money, the ingenuity and the time and the effort. So, you know, we definitely want to make sure that we're working with people who mm -hmm. we we know, like and trust. I mean, trust being the, the key word behind right. that, especially for our mentoring, because you definitely have to have a level of transparency. Yeah, and intimacy right. to yeah. be able to share mm -hmm. shortcomings, mm -hmm. faults, you know. Even to the extent of, I know I've gotten in situations that you read completely wrong, you know, being younger, and then you go talk to your mentor, and it's like, well, how did you get that out of that? Right. Yeah. And, and not to be hurt by it. Like, mm -hmm. wow, I totally That's read that situation That's the one thing you can't do as far as if you have mentors. You can't get butt hurt over every little thing that they tell you. <laughs> right. Because if you're getting butt hurt over every little thing, you're never going to first and foremost, open your mind up to learn anything because all you're going to do is shut down everything they say. So you have to make sure that you're listening uh, to those people that are mentoring you. And one thing I want to say as far as being a detriment, um, as far as technology goes, you can't let technology make you lazy. Yeah. Okay. And the thing about that is, is when I say that, when we do our shows as far as um, with the uh, NLB Collective, when we're doing shows, you can't just put a post on your Facebook page or an Instagram and just say, hey, I did my part. It takes more than that. And you have to get out there and you have to be amongst the people Absolutely. if you want them to participate in what you're doing. Because the thing about it is, yeah, it's nice to reach out to people and have that technology where you can send all of that information out and it makes it easier. But that human element is always going to be needed in anything you do business-wise. Right. Okay, so going back to um, what we were talking about as far as having trust with your mentor or and not just your mentors, other people. Mm -hmm. So Doug made another comment. It says don't don't start a business until you're willing to invest in copyrights and trademarks. That that part, <laughs> right? Right. You got to protect your IP, and yeah, that that's a great point because people will run off with whatever you got, right? right? And most of the time, it's just it's a race to the patent office, right? No more than it is anything else. So mm -hmm. you got to be careful to protect your IP. Absolutely, intellectual. Property, and even if you're working with. Say you have the idea for the app, but you take it to somebody, they have to sign, you know, a non-compete that, you know, hey, or, you know, something like you said to protect your intellectual property that, okay, this is my idea. I want you to work on the app, but it's mine. You can't go, you know, and take little bits and pieces because there's a trust there. Again, that should be, um, you know, okay, I'm not capable of doing this, but it's still my idea. And that's where you protect yourself. Yeah, you end up, you I mean, you can end up with a gray area. Like, um, oh, what was it? Forbes or, or maybe I can't remember. There was a there was a lady in Atlanta mm -hmm. who had an idea about developing some software um, to to recognize uh, nails or something like that. Anyway, basically, it was a visual recognition software. But she was working in a call center at the time. She can't code this, 
So she goes looking around universities, right, for somebody to actually develop the technology. Now, I don't know what steps that she took to protect that IP from the actual techies who could, you know, actually code it. Right. But it can successfully be done. She sold it to Amazon for an undisclosed sum of money. Nice. Right? Right. So, I mean, it can be done, but you've got to... I mean, you, you've really got to, to Doug's point, you've got to put the protection on the IP first sure. before you bring anybody, before you involve anybody else. And there's so many resources and people in the community. I mean, you don't have to give them all the keys to the kingdom to be able to say, what's the steps that I need to go to to find the patent office? That doesn't mean you have to tell them your whole idea, your right. concept. But it at least puts you on the right path. Or even, of course, being in touch with an attorney or somebody to that effect that is in a completely separate industry and has confidentially uh, confidentiality uh, rules and other, of course, uh, NDAs and non-disclosure. I think I actually had you to work with a client once before mm-hmm. who was trying to get something patented and engineered. Um, and I think it ended up working out well. I don't know if that she necessarily went through with it, but you can set up systems mm-hmm. that will allow you to protect yourself um, and be able to get the most accomplished out of your goal. So I definitely would encourage people to just don't be hesitant. Right. Most people get so afraid to trust anybody, they won't talk to anybody about anything. Right. But those three things, right, the, the patents, copyrights, and the uh, non-disclosure, mm-hmm. right, those are three forms that can give you a little more security, right? I right. mean, like you said, there's probably some gray area where someone could take certain components of an idea you may have but the, the main course still resides with you, right? Protected from... And there's no you know, no original idea. It's nothing new under the sun. I mean... That's very true. <laughs> so, question for the group. What traits you look for in a mentor? Um, success. Let's, let's start with that. I, I, right. Success? Right. I'm going to need to know that you have actually done something with your life besides run off at the mouth. Yes, I need to see... You have a track record or have clients, have a long-standing business. Um, my rich dad is a veterinarian, which has nothing to do with my industry, but that's my mentor. I call it Papa Joe in any given moment. It's like, what you think about this? What you think about that? How can I help? You know, how can you help me to be able to figure this? He got me my first office. That first office I had on Magnolia, you know how raggedy it was. But he helped me to be able to get that and stay within my budget and make sure that I was going to be in here for the long haul before we moved on up like the Jeffersons. We're still upstairs again, I guess, huh? Right. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it was it was so very advantageous to have him in my corner and saying, yeah, you know, do this, don't do that. Or mm-hmm. when I came to him and was like, all right, the business is not doing well and my daughter's graduation party is coming up. What do we do? He had my back. Or in the respect of, you know, I'm trying to do a networking event and I need to connect with people, I'll put you in contact with somebody. Somebody who doesn't necessarily have a vested interest in what you're doing, but they really do want to, they want to teach. And right. that's other thing. We got to be coachable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got to have a spirit where people want to share information with us and we want to listen. Because with business owners, I, see, I just did it. As business owners, first thing we want to do is run off at the yeah. mouth and tell all about our business, everything oh. that we're doing. But we have to be able to sit back and listen. Yeah. Listen. I know success is definitely a strong point. One I look for is being available. I've tried to start a mentor-mentee relationship with some people in the past, and it's like, you know, okay, this is our time. You know, every time during our time, there was always something. And I guess right, wrong, or indifferent, you know, you just feel like, okay, this is a time this person's scheduled, and we can never seem to connect. So... Maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree, or maybe this person does have a trying to be understanding, but just realizing that, you know, if somebody's available, that's just another, you know, being there for you as that support, if they can just give you that time, one, you're not going to waste their time, one, and two, they're not going to waste your time, and they're, you know, you're going to be able to connect and get gems, get knowledge, get whatever they're providing, and another trait is, you know, someone that'll hold you accountable. You know, they're accountable for their, because that person never took the time to, you know, make fully aware of reasons why he wasn't available, you know. So I just took it as I was being blown and moved on to the next one. Nothing against that person. We still speak. We still, you know, carry on cordially. But those are kind of two things I look for in a mentor. 
Um, as far as a mentor goes, you want to have someone that you can be, and this is something we learned or have been talking about at work, you can be vulnerable with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason for that is because you want to make sure that you have somebody that you feel comfortable with talking to. If it's about business, if it's about your personal life, you have to have that person that you can open up to and get that stuff off your chest. Because not only is it good for you as far as business, having that person there, it's good for you health-wise. Absolutely. Because if you're holding on to a lot of stuff, if there's a lot of stuff bothering you, that can bring you down in so many ways. And that can, in the end, affect you business-wise. Sure. Mental health. Oh, you have to be uh, able to open up yourself. And to open up, you want to have someone as a mentor that you know for sure is there to really uh, listen to you and open up to the ideas and things that you have. I got a watch party going on the other side, and they're saying, yes, vulnerability. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Tasha. (laughs) But, I mean, in agreeing with you in complete, and I think some other things, accountability, respect, confidence, willingness to learn, teach, listen, as well as learn from me. Those are some of the things that she's indicating um, and be able to get some honest feedback that will help me and not just put their foot on my neck to hold you Mm -hmm. down. So, you know, you do have to be... You have to be careful about the mentors that you choose. And and I'll say this. Sometimes the mentors will choose you. Right. And we got to be careful because we need to pay attention to the people who are kind of embracing us and wrapping their arms around us and trying to involve us. And we're like, no, I'm too busy. And you, you think about it and was like, mm, no, really, why am I too busy for Bill Gates to have a lunch with me? I probably need to go have right. lunch with Bill Gates. <laughs> mm-hmm. Will Warren Buffett be there too? Oh, yeah. Melanie's going to be. Yeah, you know, the same way as when there are other successful business owners and people who understand they want to take a time and interest in you, that is because they probably see a lot of themselves in you and they're trying to figure out, let me kind of, and they'll be very discreet about it. They don't want to just come out and like, you need to fix this. They mm-hmm. want to they want to get to know you. Like, tell okay, tell me what's going on. You, you got kids at home, mm-hmm. you know, those type of things. Um, okay, yeah. Some marks. Um, I mean, for me personally, I don't look for uh, success as in, like, wealth, right, so much in a mentor. I, the number one, they got to be smarter than me. Right, that's the number one thing. I'm not gonna listen to. I don't care how much money you have. If I think you're an idiot, I'm not gonna listen to you. <laughs> okay, I'm just not. Yeah. Right, and because how dare I you mean, talk about your president like that. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I mean, because regardless of how hard, regardless of how hard we work as small business owners, there is a certain amount of luck involved. True. Mm-hmm. All right. True. Between 2000 and 2008, every real estate agent was making bank and it didn't have anything to do with their skills as a real estate agent right or i'm not gonna that's that's an absolute i shouldn't say that they were beneficiaries of an economy and the the fastest appreciating market in the history of the country right right so they were just that's just right place right time right right so it's hard for it would be hard for me to be like you know there's a certain amount of luck that goes involved so just because somebody has a uh, successful business that doesn't mean necessarily that they're a successful business person mm-hmm. okay how do they do during downturns right if they're still making money in a downturn then i'm gonna listen to them that's okay. success. If, yeah if, if they're if they're just making money in upturns well you know so is everybody right um the other thing is i, I don't really want someone that's going to um uh talk about specific situations so much. It's like, hey, XYZ happened, I need advice. Not that type of situation. I would rather have someone that teaches me how to think. Okay. Right. Mm. Instead of telling me what to do, teach mm. me how to think. To it. Right. So because uh, when I have a, you know, I'm, I'm going to test out my own ideas on this person, right? So I'm going to, I'm going to argue with them a little bit and there's going to be some back and forth so I can see where the flaws in my thinking are and I can improve and then you can deal with whatever situation comes up. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, uh, the mentors that I have had, uh, they've been very a very diverse group of people, different fields, different industries. Um, you know, some of them have been entrepreneurs, some of them haven't been. But in whatever field they had their expertise in, that's what I learned from them. 
Okay. Primarily, I want to make sure that I was in their strong suit. Right. You don't right. want to, you know, go to some guy that's got a PhD in engineering and, you know, ask him about feelings and psychology. He's like, <laughs> right. I don't know. Get the job done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he's not going to be able to tell you, you know. Right. So that's probably a good thing too. You make sure that you're asking the mentor something they're actually knowledgeable about. Correct. Right. Correct. Because it's not. Um, I think it's fair to say it's not always, you know, age either with the the mentor mentee relationship. You know, it doesn't have to be a certain amount. You're senior, or you know, if a person's knowledgeable enough and they put in the time, and like you said, they have the acumen to help you be better and teach you how to think in a greater capacity. I think again, back to the the point from Tasha, that where we can learn from each other. I think that has to, you know, there has to be a little bit more involved because they have to get better at what they do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just one quick thing: who's the question from? Adrian. Thank you for the the question, Adrian. We appreciate you tuning in and joining. Thank you to everybody who's watching. Uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in. We hope we get more interaction from everyone. Um, just along the lines again of like technology, can does anyone want to highlight a specific tool they use, I guess, to help them out and where people can find it and why you use it? I do. Um, actually, one of which that I'm just so grateful and thankful for is Canva right now, C-A-N-V-A dot com. Mm-hmm. And it basically takes all of your marketing and your graphic design and just makes it so much easier for a lot of your social media posts, your Facebook posts, for business cards, for banners, for presentations. They have it's almost like a group of uh, graphic designers have come together and they just kind of put down a collective and you can get most of this content for free. And if you do buy one of the stock pictures, it's a dollar a piece. So it's really one of those. Everything is laid out with the fonts, the styles. Um, if you follow me on the Brunch Club, all the posts that I put up from Brunch Club for the last three, five years have all come from Canva. I don't sit down and do any graphic designing. But we have to be consistent with our marketing and keep content in front of people. And if we don't do that, then they'll fall off or they'll forget about us or what we do. A lot of my memes and my posts that I create they are mostly are coming from that I self-create that they will definitely be coming from Canva and I'll just put in some various content. Um, so I definitely would encourage people to log on to that if they're not familiar with it. I think it's very easy to use. Like I said before, we all came from most of us came from a generation where we use MySpace. So there's not that much coding that we can't do. Right. So when it comes down to putting in your name, a date, a location, a phone number, and already the layout is there that you want. I mean, it's almost like Vistaprint for free. Right. Um, you can download it into PDFs. You can download it into JPEGs. But I'm, of course, the big marketing person. So being able to say market, market, and the big thing about it is being consistent. Mm-hmm. And, um even in respect to Instagram, if mm-hmm. you're going to create a color and a theme, then you can do that and they will set up what your, you can set up what your theme color is. So all of your posts will look the same. And, you know, I think they even do logos on there. I, I mean, they really have kind of flipped the game where it was. It used to be a multi-million dollar industry just to do your branding and marketing. Trust me, I know I came from an environment where I had an unlimited checkbook out she would write a check for everything under the sun. I was like, if I want this, if we want to do a magazine, if we want to do an article, if we wanted to do any type of print, she would write a check for it. So I was very fortunate. But coming into my own, I had to recognize that. Um, well, I ain't got that check. Exactly. <laughs> and if you watch it, Allie, I miss you. I love you, boo. Um, but the website is called Canva, C-A-N-V-A. Did you catch that, cuz? Um that's one of my absolute favorite ones to jump on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Canva. Canva. Canva.com. Mm-hmm. I'd like to show a little love for an app called um, Every Dollar. And it's a financial tracking app. Uh, it uses zero-based budgeting. For anyone that's not familiar, that means spending all your money before you get it and what that means is everything has its place it's not going out and just throwing money away but zero based budgeting means you end up with a balance of zero at the end of the month but you do have categories for savings for entertainment for other things that uh and also paying off debt one thing i want to encourage everybody with with using this app you can set up calendars and reports and 
paying off debt systematically don't forget when you pay off debt that money is your money you can inject it back into your business uh, you can acquire more capital you can do things that's going to help you grow you can invest in yourself more training more teaching uh, other opportunities that may come along so it's just an app that's right there you can set a reminder to track all your transactions to see it how you're actually spending your money and it's helped us in a way as far as seeing transactions in front of you to kind of swipe and know I didn't need that I didn't need and it helps you get better and better because again you still want to get to zero you just divert those funds to other places and it's not a difficult thing you just hit the transaction button what it was and what category it should come out of I'm a big fan of the envelopes I use those you know for vacation for normal things around the house and the app just takes it a step further because you have it at a screenshot you know a snapshot excuse me that you can look uh, real quickly have it in three to five seconds and helps you stay on track you know one of the things um, you got to get tired of being tired and if you're blowing through your budget every month or you have a big plan but you have no map to get there chances are you're not going to make it so this again is another tool uh, that can help people um, that's all I have on that but again the app is called every dollar it's available should be available in every app store and I want to encourage anybody you know do what works for you you know find the technology that that you need uh, anything that's going to help you, if you can get it for free, and chances are you can, go ahead and do that. Find a way to do it. And feel free to share. This is a platform. This is a forum that we want people to share information. So come back to the page. Like and share. If you find a resource that may be helpful, uh, come back to the page. Drop a link. Share it. Uh, we appreciate you. You know, we're all trying to make it. We want to go from struggle to success. Uh, does anybody have any more information they want to share about as far as just... A link or app or anything yeah I got one YouTube okay like literally going in and watching YouTube videos are we studying our craft still like are we seeing what other people in our industry are saying mm. it's so imperative and maybe you don't agree with them but you can definitely be take, able to see take something from everything exactly especially if you're uh, you know an independent business owner I mean the same thing with Instagram it's like do you follow other people who are in your same uh, field and encourage them and support them are we going to the the group networking meetings like all of NAFA the National Insurance Financial Professional Association will get together you know are you going and listening to those things and if you don't have those type of connections then go back to YouTube mm. you know literally just go back to YouTube and just kind of stay on top of our craft we can't get so in our bubble that we're only thinking about the way that we want to do it and mm. we need to be able to open our eyes up to different perspectives on I never thought that they said it like that wow I should have incorporated now I will tell you I was one of those people where I used to hate webinars I used to hate going to the teleconferences <laughs> I used to hate that with every fiber of my being why because you will sit there for an hour or you will go for all day and you will walk away with one thing just one thing. Am I right or am right. I right? Oh, right. You're definitely right. <laughs> you are definitely right. But when you implement that one thing and it was more invaluable of everything else that you could have been doing over that time frame, it's like, I should have been listening to webinar. I should have been. So it definitely was one of those things where I, I completely understand. It's like, I don't have time. Make the time. Watch the video. Do the training. Do the study. And turn the TV off. Switch to YouTube or... I told y'all before, I'm in love with Mindvalley. They give me something every time. Vision is my dude right now, I swear. I might have to drop that 100 for the, the app because there's such good information. But really just making sure that we're we're studying our craft. We're learning. I right. know we, with your Rock Nation, y'all all in there talking to one another constantly. Yeah, yeah, posting, getting more comfortable with doing uh, lives mm -hmm. and, and talking about our products and how they're actually helping people. But again, you pick something up from every different individual, and how do I adapt that to become me, where it's natural, where it's not forced? You know, I can't do it exactly like you do. I can't do it exactly like you or you. So I can hear what you say, and understanding how to apply that where it's natural and it's genuine mm -hmm. may help me reach somebody that I couldn't reach before because I don't sound like a robot anymore. So that's part of, you know, working on your craft where it's not scripted. It, it is genuine, it is you, because, you know, stories do sell. 
Yeah. You know, if it's relatable, if I can reach out and, you know, it is genuine and you're coming from an area that I can relate to and understand, I'm more likely one to listen. Mm-hmm. And I'm more, you know, persuaded to say, okay, this guy's telling the truth, not just some, you know, as I've heard it before, snake oil salesman. Right. Just <laughs> right. Coming in to make his money and, and shift out of town. So I, I agree 100%. Continually work on your craft and, and get better. Stay relevant. Stay. Don't be afraid of changing because, you know, Hopefully a mentor is telling you what you're doing is not working mm-hmm. or maybe you want to look at changing something or or switching some things up. So that being said, we're going to wind it up and we're going to go around and we're going to get a closing thought from everyone. Um, does anybody want to go first? I'll go first. Again, I just want to close with this. Use technology, but use it wisely. It's there for you. It makes it easier for you. But don't forget about the human element. That's it. That's from the Care Bear. Right. I mean, you know, we gonna, from the Care Bear. What else you say? Straight, concise, and to the point. Hey, absolutely. All right, I well, love it. As usual, my closing thought has nothing to do with the topic <laughs> of what we're talking about because it's just it's a thought that I had during the week. So... Whenever you, uh, whenever you decide that you're going to start a business or you're going to get your financial house in order, like you said, you're going to put yourself on some zero-based budgeting, you're going to save for retirement, you're going to pay off debt, whatever you're going to do, you're making a financial commitment, right? If you're starting a business, then your money's going to be tied up in your business, right? You got to have working capital. Um, or else your checks are going to start bouncing. You're not going to be in business very long. Or if you're going to do things, if you're going to take care of your personal finances, your money's going to be tied up. And it's going to be hard because whenever you talk to your friends or whatever, whenever you, uh, you're scrolling through Instagram or whatever, you're going to see people posting on their vacations or they're in Singapore, they're in Hong Kong, they're at the beach, they're buying cars or doing this and that. And you all your money's tied up doing this, right? That is a, that's a difficult situation to be in, especially nowadays because everyone's posting the highlights of their life, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at all this short-term gratification that people are having that you are choosing to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So when you're in that situation, you've got to, you've got to, obviously you've got to stay the course or your business is going to fail, Absolutely. right? So you've got to, you've got to be able to put off that, immediate gratification and keep your eyes keep your eyes up longer term right but you've also got to make sure that you choose wisely because you don't want to make a bunch of sacrifices and do all this stuff and achieve success and you climb this ladder and you achieve success and then you find out the ladder was leaning on the wrong wall and you're you're somewhere you don't want to be so whenever you make the commitment stick to them but make sure you're you are actually headed the direction somewhere you want to go. Nice, nice. I wanted uh, just real quickly if you could speak to you know what we talked about about getting angry earlier this week. We kind of back and forth on the messenger. Oh yeah, hold if on. Could, Let me grab the message. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go into that just a little bit. And why is doing that? If you you can go ahead with yours, your closing thought, ma'am. No, I want to know who was mad. Was y'all mad at no, me? Y'all, no, dre- no, y'all didn't no. include me in. Was, Wait a minute. It was, Hold on. I'm fight. getting emotional. It was, in, <laughs> it was in general. It was a general thing, but he, he posted something, and I just replied to him, and I was like, man, impart some wisdom. And just want to encourage him. We all learn from each other, mm-hmm. and he, he dropped a, a golden a golden nugget so, about wisdom and, and so anger. Go ahead. I posted something on my story, something to the effect of I don't get mad anymore. I don't remember exactly what it said. But so when me and you were talking, I said that basically it's a question of modesty, right? There are things in this world that are simply beyond your control. There's things you can control. There's things you can influence. And then there's things you have no, no, you, you have no impact on whatsoever, regardless of what you do. Right? So if it's outside of your realm of influence, you just have to accept it. You've got to have the modesty and the humility to just be like, okay, that's outside of my realm of influence. If it is in your realm of influence, 
and it's a bad situation, then you have no one to blame but yourself. That part. Right. Either way, getting mad about it is a waste of time. It it doesn't matter if you can influence it or you can't. Getting mad and doing whatever, you know, making bad decisions or making stupid posts on social media, that's that's always going to be counterproductive. So just save your energy. Right, right, right. And then don't waste your time being upset. Right. If it's my Especially fault. if you can't control it. If you can't control it, there's just, there's really no reason to get mad whatsoever. Right. I mm-hmm. appreciate that, yeah. No, that's why, that's very wise. Mm-hmm. All right, you waiting on my final thought? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my final thought um, comes from a gentleman whose name I can't pronounce, but I did happen to run across him um, in my studies this week. And he had a wonderful presentation. But um, the biggest thing behind that is that he said that um, money is an instrument for change. And it drives the world and it can make the world better or it can make the world worse. But it's up to us to be able to determine what we're going to be able to do with that and that change. So, you know, one of our primary um, objectives is to start with the why. Why do we want the money? Why do we want to do the various things that we do? So I want everybody to really think about what your goals, what your missions are. And that mission, just stay focused on it and let it be your driving force. No matter if somebody comes at you the wrong way or if you, you know, they don't care about how you feel or if they're just really just being ugly to you or whatever. Focus on your mission. If it's your family, if it's your community, if it's, you know, being able to do something for homelessness, whatever the case may be, focus on your mission. Don't let anybody deter you. Um, and I'm so glad that we were able to have this session today. It was so necessary. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Empowering this each is other. the mastermind. That's I mean, right. yes, I've been wanting this for some years and years. Yeah. But cool. All right. So I just wanna encourage everybody, you know, start this week off off different. You know, go in with a positive mindset. If you do, try to go dig a little deeper and um so get your systems in place to run your business like it is a multi-million dollar corporation now. Use the technology. Find the technologies that's going to help you grow organically. Uh, get you mentors that are going to keep you engaged. And then be looking at people that you want to sow into. You know that you also get a blessing in that as far as finding people that you can help along the way that you know they don't have to take the same pitfalls or losses you did. Um, look for people that are striving just as hard as you are and look for somebody else to help. You know, a big part of servant leadership is is helping somebody that can't monetarily pay you back. You know, we get we talk a lot about knowing your worth and doing things, but a part of that is giving back. And ph- philanthropy is a big part of that, whether it is service, mm-hmm. whether it's time. Uh, it doesn't always have to be monetary. So... With that being said, um, again, technology, it can be complimentary, it can be detrimental, but we're only going to use it to do what's best for us. Uh, we're going to help grow our businesses. We're looking forward to seeing some great reports on this page. Uh, shout out to everybody that tuned in. Thank you for liking the page. Uh, share the podcast. Share the page. Spotify. Uh, yeah, post, Apple. like, uh, interact with us. If we you want to just listen to us. Man, shout out to Tasha and Cordelia. If you don't want to see these smugs, <laughs> you don't want to see this. Yeah, we, we do you have can, a Facebook You can put radio. it on your own podcast. Thank you, Jay, baby. I love you. I'm so glad that y'all were able to jump on and communicate with us today. It was so much fun. Man, we really did have a great conversation. We did. We yeah. Did. Shout um, out. DIC, I seen you down there. Doug, appreciate you, yes, bro. Yes, Doug Mentor, appreciate you, sir. Yes, it's a man to know if you don't know him. And, and that's the other thing. It's people in here can tell you. Start connecting with the people that's on these, uh, these um, um, comments. There's a whole lot of business owners who are making some strides in this community, and I'd love to see us all get together. Speaking of which, it's April. Yes. Can we talk? Hmm? Can we talk about it now? What? What y'all about? What? Oh, yeah. You can talk about it. I don't care. I ain't gonna hurt my feelings. Well, go ahead. Oh. No. No, 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 no. That's not what we're talking about. Oh. So. <laughs> so yeah, it's a good thing I didn't say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. I know what you're talking about, but that's cool. So, boom. Um, we, you know, we talked about probably about four or five podcasts ago about doing a gathering. And that's April. what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. I know what you was talking about. You should have said so. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, we're, we're a work in progress too. <laughs> but stay tuned. We got Don't get mad. Don't get mad about it. You can't control it. I can't control it. <laughs> so look look forward to the uh, the meet and greet coming soon. Uh, we'll get the details together and pass it along. So stay tuned. Come back to the page. Uh, feel free to interact with us. We're going to make the page uh, more interactive. Look for bios on each of us. We're going to get those together, put them up, uh, more and more content. Feel free to share content. Again, we thank each and every one of you. This is a movement. This is a collective. We all can collaborate and make it better for ourselves. So that being said, everybody have a good evening. We'll see y'all on the next one. Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate you. From the ramen movement to you all, have a good day.